Steven, it's a new year. It's 2022. And I've got a big, fat, juicy wish that it's going to be a year full of fulfillment here on You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. What do you think? I've got a big old sauce-drenched wish myself just slapped on my plate here in front of me. And I'm going to dig in to a whole nother year of You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. It's going to be a big year full of winding down our rewatch of Community and moving on to whatever comes next for us and to be a part of it with us. There's so many ways to show your support. We've got a big old warm pool here for you. Come on and slip on your skibbies and slide down the ladder and dive in. How how can they get in this pool, Zach? If you put your toe in the water and it feels fine and you want to get waist deep, come join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. It's the way to support this show and to help us move it forward as we move into the future. It's also the way to get more of us every week with our live pre-show every week. You can't just a pre-show and all kinds of Patreon exclusive content coming all the time, Steven. We'd love for you to support us on Patreon, but you can also hang out with us free of charge over on Twitter at You Can't Disappod. We are also on Instagram at Can't Disappoint Podcast. And we're on Facebook and YouTube under the whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. Also, if you would like to be a part of the show every week, you can email us at can'tdisappointpodcast at gmail.com. To be a part of next week's podcast, write us in your trivia, your favorite funny moment, and your episode MVP for next week's episode of Community, and we'll read it out loud on the show. If you like what we do here, leave a review wherever you leave reviews about podcasts. Yeah, maybe like... The Sharper Image product review site. Leave us a review there. There's uh, like a box full of sticky notes at my post office. Write a review and leave it there. I hope you guys are jumping on board with us and you're ready to traverse 2022 with me and Steven. What do you say? Let's rip our way into another episode if you can't disappoint a podcast. Cannonball! <laughs> I'll put like a big <laughs> splat. <laughs> help me out with something i think i lost a ball bearing and rolled down them stairs lost a ball bearing mm-hmm. down them stairs you want me to look down these stairs okay did you just try to murder me are you trying to murder me You're trying as hard as you can right now to kill me. Okay, well, uh, I guess we'll see in class tomorrow. Guy who tried to murder me. Oh, I'll see you in class tomorrow, Mr. Winger. Let's play a game. Okay. I'm out. Let's play a mind game right now, you and me. And okay. the listeners, they can be invited into uh-huh. our rope. Uh, so, we arrive on our first day as prison inmates. Mm-hmm. You and I both, separate crimes, we haven't spoken in years. Sure. And across the luncheon table, we spot each other. And we realize mm-hmm. somehow we've both become guilty of a crime at the same time and yeah. have been put in the same prison. We're both near our first day. 
What do you think happens? Who do you think does well? Who do you think does poorly? Do you think we hang out? Or do you think certain lines divide our relationship? Do you think we get immediately beat up by how homoerotic well, and goofy yeah. our friendship is? What are your thoughts? Um, I'm hoping the prison has a lot of fans of the show and they yeah, pick us well, out from the, from the fan art. You know. Well, it's interesting because much like being an employee at Starbucks, mm -hmm. uh, every prisoner in in America gets a free subscription to Spotify Premium, <laughs> and they all get I a little uh, <laughs> they all get a little iPod Touch. So they're nice. really into us. They're really into uh, uh, Office Ladies. Nice. <laughs> a lot uh, of you know, Zach. In all honesty, I've uh. always said I don't think I would do well in prison. Now I can get along with everyone. I think I'm too pretty for jail, Zach. You know, I don't have that hardened tough guy look. Like I'm a little bigger now. You know, I've filled out, oh my but God. my face is still that you of a very kind soul. You're saying you're too soul. pretty. I have never rolled my eyes harder <laughs> at anything you've ever said. Although and my hair's short now. Ugly, but <laughs> what is that? I well, no. I feel long like hair. Stephen would have gotten. Demolished. Long haired, slender, uh, uh, 40 lessons a week dancer's body, yeah. Steven, would be someone's wife quick. Yeah, but that's, that's like, more my thought that I'm having, but I'm a different me now. I feel like you could make that work for you, being someone's mm -hmm. wife. If he was sweet to me, I guess. And I'd you gotta find it. someone important. And, and what if I'm I lucked out and me, I found the one bottom in prison? Look, just kidding. There's more than one. Bottom. If we're being honest, uh, we both have fair chances of going to jail, mm -hmm. right? You Very mainly because of how you look. Sure. Uh, uh, me for <laughs> for my frequent murder your... and crime <laughs> rampages. I feel like my strategy going mm -hmm. into prison would be: I really hope that I can have books. Yeah, and I would try to just completely keep to and myself. Just kill yourself with the pages, read a right? lot of books. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> it's really hard to get through skin on a meaningful <laughs> level with the pages. But one of these days, well, here's here's what I think, Zach. I yeah. think we both neither of us would the try and Judy fight B. back. Jones franchise. You know, if so somebody fast. like wanted to take my fucking food, they can have mm. my goddamn lunch. You're not gonna put up a fight. No, I'm not getting shanked. I'm not going to get stabbed. at the same time, that could be an issue for both of us because then we're very much a target for whatever anybody wants. Well, luckily for me, Zach, I'm black, so I'm automatically part of a crew. I think we'd both have trouble <laughs> because, like, someone would try to take stuff from us or someone would, mm -hmm. like, try to beat us up or try to, you know, like, how does Chang say in the episode? He, the he rape. Says, <laughs> the, they will rape us. He says it, like, really obnoxiously. <laughs> Uh, if something like that happens, I feel like we're the type of people that are going to be like, but what's your story? You yeah. Know, who are what's you? What's your motivation? Who is Griswold what? E. White Power? <laughs> <laughs> and then they the, snap Behind those swastikas is a story. So write us in anywhere you can talk to us. Who do you think would get raped first? <laughs> Uh, and tell us vividly what you think would go down. If well, Steve here's and what I I'll say, Zach: bars. is is yeah. the black crew. Uh -huh. I can rock with the back the black power movement all day if I need sure. to. I don't know if you could go full white power. You have to shave those oh, luscious locks off that's your head. True. You'd probably have to get a tattoo. But that's I have always tough already. because in a prison situation, sometimes you don't have a choice. Yeah. Um, but I, I already think, have tattoos, so I'm, Steven, I'm already in the club. I, oh, here's what I th I think. To I'd be avoid like, have you guys seen Full Metal Alchemist, 
to avoid an abundant and we'll stop this soon guys Mm -hmm. to avoid an abundant number of rapings Uh i feel like we would have to have a i now pronounce you chuck and larry type situation yeah we're we're married we could wipe each other up Mm -hmm. and be like oh yeah when you guys aren't looking we're just slamming it (laughs) (laughs) so that way we could get away with like and we take a bunch of bathroom breaks together it'd be the normal amount of rapings Mm mm-hmm um, I think that would do us quite well. And then I think you could Well, they respect me- the institution of marriage uh, sure. in prison. More than you <laughs> so, think. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you, unless your partner's outside of prison and then, well, sure, then all bets are matter. off. It doesn't matter. But prison marriage. Prison's like Arkham City. Anything that happens outside of it doesn't Jesus. count. This might have to be a Patreon-exclusive episode of the actual podcast. Yeah. This is going blue fast. What I wanted to say last was because of our marriage, you could get me into the Black Power group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'd have a, a bandana on, and I'd be like, hey, guys, who's ready to teach me how to play tag football outside? You know that, uh, and it's from a Last Chance U clip from Netflix, but I've seen the audio on TikTok. It's like, we're all African-American. And Mark, and you could be Mark. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah, you like you know you like wear your your shorts low, and and we could give you cornrows, Zach. You could do it. Put you in blackface, but I'd be the That'd one who's well. like, well, gee, Willikers, guys, I really appreciate the inclusion, but I just wouldn't want to do any cultural appropriation. <laughs> You're like, I'd love to wear your shirt, Let's Jamal, move on. but Welcome I just don't know if everybody to another week of you can't disappoint a podcast. We're off to a grand old start already. Hi, I'm Zach, and I was born in the dirt, so I intend to die in the dirt. Hi, I'm uh, Steven, and Zach, if you uh, if you look over there, I think I dropped a uh, a nickel over underneath those <laughs> kitchen knives in that well-placed rope. You should pull that rope and see if there's a nickel on it. Pull that rope? <laughs> Steven rams his head into his webcam <laughs> trying to push me down a flight of stairs. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. Let's get started right off the top by shouting out our $10 and up patrons over at patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. All right, Zach, why don't you shout at them this time? I'm not a well, I'm not a shouter. That's not what I heard. (laughs) I'm more of a passive aggressive talk downer. (laughs) Zach's not a screamer. He's a shouter. He (laughs) he just yells at you. Yeah, it is so sexy. Danny M. Lugo, Mary Baker Budisa, Brandon Fulkemer, Planeswalker Prez, and Brian Thurman. Genuinely very thankful for everyone that supports us on Patreon. It's still nuts to me that we record this nonsense and a decent amount of people tune in every week, let alone that some people, granted, two of them are Steven's mom and girlfriend, but that some people are willing to help support us on a further level because they actually enjoy what we do. I think we've come a long way, and a lot of that is the confidence that having those people gives us. So if you'd like to help us be a little more confident when we start our new year of school in the fall, uh patreon.com we've got brokeback bebop we're almost done with the original run of cowboy bebop before we get into the animated movie and the live action tv series which i'm sure will take that already super messy patreon podcast into a way messier territory oh it's gonna get real messy into the live action that's been really fun and i think it's worth checking out along with the pre-show and everything else you get over there and we also got a shout out the man who I don't know how many times has bailed us out of a sticky situation where we've almost become rolling iPads. <laughs> you know, the first time 
I had to use my one phone call to call Matt from Communities. He didn't answer. But the second time, he picked up and hung up immediately. But as that soon as you day, say, hi, it's Steven. <laughs> Don't hang up. But a couple weeks in, he finally picked up the phone, and he drove down to that, I can only assume, Arkansas prison. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the 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 usually pretty racist but learn to love me anyway security uh well, sheriff yeah, you'd, guard you'd, you'd bond over. over your love of sweet tea exactly he came he opened the door he gave me a slap on the bum mm-hmm. papa gave me a couple more slaps on the bum the guy who was my cellmate came over and gave me a slap on the bum and papa and held how? my hand sternly and walked me out of there and said you know i'm disappointed that you that you made those acts, those choices, but I'm proud of you for doing the right thing and calling your pops. That is, of course, a roundabout way to say thank you at communities on Twitter for keeping the community fandom flowing and for putting <laughs> our voices in the ears of so many people. I feel like we've got a decent thing here as we're wrapping up community, and I don't think we would have the following to boost our next podcast off of without communities, and I'm sure it will crash and burn without the support of I really hope that as soon as we start doing something else communities like instead of like just not retweeting what we post starts mm-hmm. actively telling people not to listen to us like just smearing our our campaign deletes yeah. all the retweets yeah. of our <laughs> of of, of this us. podcast <laughs> well rightfully they won't retweet our stuff when we're not doing community stuff already when we do not community stuff we don't get mm-hmm. retweet which I get it but we're the children we should get at least some special treatment Right? Uh, no, I, he treats us pretty special. Yeah. As is. Do you think that like, cause like, obviously we don't listen to shows that aren't ours unless there's like an interview or something worth hearing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> by that, shitty. it means it has us in it. Yeah. I listen uh, to one of the other community podcasts and it's up to all the other ones that aren't listening to this one to figure out which it is. Yeah. Do you think that they shout him out? No. Wow. But, uh, nobody. Them. They suck. But. I mean, maybe they do, uh, but nobody asked. Nobody asked us to. It well, was out yeah, of the, good the kindness of my heart when I was like, "Yeah, well, we don't have any push, but if you're gonna do that for us, we're gonna recognize you too." And I'm sure he's regretted that because we were real. I I almost do want to go back and see the progression of thanks, communities. Uh, you know, how we're do you think so we... happy that you connected us to this wonderful community. We're happy to have you too. Yeah. Remember that time that you blew a fat load and it was us. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> uh, cause yeah. What do you think us two years ago even sounded like? Like, hello, I'm Zach, and welcome to the podcast. Hi, I'm Steven, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> uh, anything you want to talk about before we get into the show? Are you into anything exciting now other than anime? Uh, let's see. Um, I listened, I don't know, did we talk about this on what show we talked about this on? It was right before we started recording, actually. Uh, I listened to some of the King Gizzard and the wiz- Lizard Wizard. On I'm the getting way really home. into King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard. It's I such a fun to band a name to say. A couple of songs that I liked. I ended up uh-huh. uh, switching to the Joey Badass album uh, halfway home, not because I wasn't enjoying the King King Gizzard and his Lizard. Yeah. Um, but I liked a song uh-huh. called. Uh huh. It's, it's loading. I think it was called Riveting like podcasting. Big. Big something wasp. 
Big Fig Wasp. Big Fig Wasp. I like that one a lot. That's a great song. That was a jam. I was like, okay, okay, That whole okay. album is jams like that. Mr. Beat H is a great H on the song box. Album. Well, I've been getting really into King Gizzard, and I'll plug specifically the album you're mentioning before you, uh, before we move into Community, because mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. They have, as far as I know, the first completely perfect looping album, which is so beautiful to me. I love stuff like that. I love an album. An album is my favorite form of receiving mm-hmm. music. Sure, I love any song, but my favorite thing is when I don't a really whole album. To singles. Yeah, I mean, I will singles to Beyonce. an album that I'm excited about listening to. But my favorite thing is when an album like flows is like cohesive. It doesn't have to be a concept, but when it's just like one thing. And mm-hmm. I am a sucker for when one song like blends into the mm-hmm. other really effortlessly. And this album, Nonagon Infinity, that uh, King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard does, they're a super prolific band that has 15 albums, and like 10 of them are totally different genres than the other yeah. ones, which is crazy. And this album, it's mostly like a metal uh, uh, kind of prog, uh, a psych rock type thing. But what's really cool is that each song effortlessly blends into the next one. And also they all like call reference to each other and stuff too, so it's all kind of one experience. And then the end of the album loops perfectly into the beginning of the album where you could technically listen to the album forever and it would never end and i just think that's cool my brain you should listen through now it doesn't loop quite the same way sure but there's a cool in that vein of cool connecting songs um Brockhampton, who you know I'm a big fan of yeah they put out three albums in one year which pales in comparison to the five that king gizzard did in 2017 any more that Putting out one album two years in a row is a massive feat. <laughs> right? Nobody does that. But they put out three More in like six months. More than one album in one year? And That's crazy. the end of the third album loops with the beginning of the first album, which is That's pretty cool. cool. Uh, mm-hmm. The new Jack White album just came out, and mm-hmm. it was the second of two albums that he put out this year. Yeah. And the first album is more rock-focused, and the second album is more acoustic folk-focused. Mm-hmm. And there's some cool synchronicities between those albums. Oh, that's cool. I, I, I just like stuff like that. Let's move on. Let's talk about Community. Let's do I'm it. I'm excited. Community. Last week was... I'm still hot off the presses of mm-hmm. our interesting conversation that we had about queer studies and advanced waxing. And I think this is going to be another interesting conversation, although I don't think it's going to get quite as uh, inspired or heated as last I week, do you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're here to talk about Season 6, Episode 5. After this, we have eight. Eight episodes of Community left, Steven. Wow. That's it. That's crazy. I know. It, it. We've done it for a long time, and it feels like it now, but it has mm-hmm. flown by at the same time. Like, we're I feel like about, we were doing yeah. season four, like, two weeks ago. Well, all these seasons have been so short, but... Yeah. I like, feel I, really I still far remember when we yeah. recorded the Chicken Finger episode. Like, that's, like, still, yeah. like, fresh in my mind. That was, one of, that was the one we did with, with Alex, Alex first, mm-hmm. and that was one of the first podcasts I did since I moved here. Maybe mm-hmm. the first. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't have a door yet. Aww. Yeah. I'm having fun going walking down memory lane as we like set up whatever we're going to do next. Mm-hmm. We're talking about laws of robotics and party rights today. It's season six, episode five. This episode was directed by, who do you think? Rob Schraub. Rob Schraub. My man. Who is a, a creative partner of Dan Harmon's for a period of like 20 years at this point. But as wow. far as community concerned, uh, he had been directing since season three, starting with basic lupine neurology, the Law and Order episode. Also, infamously, can I say this, known as the Stephen ate an edible before the podcast episode. Yeah. 
If you didn't know that then, and I kind of edited around it because we were a little more meek about stuff like that then, uh, maybe go back and listen to that yeah, one. Yeah, that's a really fun one. I <laughs> heard bits and pieces of it, but it was... I oh think boy. I cleaned it up pretty well, but it was mm-hmm. a bit of a challenge. I'm sure. I, I'm sorry in, advan- in, in post-haste for all the times I've been mean to you. Because <laughs> I'm sure that was de- I'm sure I was annoyed as shit with you when that was going on. Oh, it was tough. I Rob was Schraub. trying my darndest. Rob Schraub. He directed Basic Lupine Urology. Uh, last season, he directed a favorite of mine, App Development and Condiments, and GI Jeff and Basic Sandwich. In this season, he already directed Ladders, and in the future, he directs quite a few episodes: Advanced Safety Features, which is coming up, Grifting 101, Modern Espionage, and the series finale, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. The episode was written by Dean Young. Oh, good old Dean Young. Didn't write anything else. Didn't have a Wikipedia page. <laughs> That's all I know about him. And the episode originally aired on Yahoo's Just screen. Big guy. fan of her work on April 7th, 2015. Steven, my friend, my mm-hmm. compatriot. Yes. My partner. Oh. Let's do some trivia. Do all you right, got a flavor got... of the week for us? Mm. My act trivia is gritty. It's really Ooh, yeah. gritty, and at first I thought maybe it was like a peanut butter thing, a mealy peanut butter mm-hmm. thing, but it's not. It's gritty. It's gritty. It's the mascot gritty. Oh. It's the <laughs> hockey mascot gritty. Just little ground-up pieces of mascot in mm. my act trivia. Who's gritty the mascot for? You don't know gritty? I don't really know what sports team it's for because... I just said sports team, so clearly I don't know what so sports team it's not. for. But gritty is a is iconic a meme for looking scary. I'm pulling nice. up a picture. This is, is what he gritty, scarier than this, the. This is what gritty looks like. Oh shit! That's the Philadelphia Flyers mascot. Yeah. He's great. Gritty. Yeah. So yeah, little pieces of uh, the court, mm. the rotting corpse of gritty. Yum. Just gritting up our act trivia. I've got five questions for you this evening. You know, Zach, I have five for you. Okay, you go first, lest right. I take your first where, question. Yeah, where does black mean bad? Black means bad. Well, <laughs> come on, isn't that the question? Uh, black means bad. I don't remember. I just remember the the joke around it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it means bad, like a cat or a banana or a shirt that makes you think you've lost more weight than you have. I have a lot of issues with all of those things because uh, I have a black cat. Mm-hmm. I have a cat named Banana. Yeah. And I do frequently wear black shirts that make me look skinnier than I <laughs> That am. was targeted. That was targeted. It was. You should write uh, it into the show. <laughs> yeah. All these years later. Hey, <laughs> what is the iPad roller called? What are the devices technically called? Mm. Frankie says it near the beginning. Jailpad. Nope. Telepresence robot. Ooh, sexy. Mm-hmm. Fancy. Uh, what does Dave do to the inmate iPad? What does Dave do to it? Yeah, Dave, our good friend of the show, I Dave. I don't know if good I want to know. He asks Mr. it a question Solomon. later at one point. That's not what you're talking about. That's not what I'm talking about. I don't think I know. That's not what I'm speaking of. He's holding a not plant a in front of it. Oh. Yeah, he's like, ah. It's kind of a dumb question. Ah. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you, it's kind of a, it's kind of a dumb well, question. Well, not so dumb because you didn't get it right, did you? What did Willie tell Jeff to go after down the stairs? A ball bearing. Yeah. That was really funny. Not a ball dough. Frequent <laughs> listeners will remember. Um, speaking of callbacks, mm-hmm. what callback prop is in Abed's locker? Ooh, shit. Now I've got to think what the callback was. It was to the, oh, hey, Troy, Troy's arm thing. The air horn? Was it an air horn? 
Mm. Now, what was it? Uh, we were looking for the evil Abed beard, Zachary. Oh, the, okay. I was wasn't thinking. You were of thinking it that of way. a flash of specific. Back. Well, I think they call it a callback or maybe a pop. They don't. Back. They call it a pop back. I I do remember seeing Learn the, the lingo, Zach. Please. Darkest timeline beard though. So I'm gonna mm-hmm. give myself that one. Your next question. <laughs> what is? Brita- <laughs> Uh, what is Britta's party based on a true story of? <clears throat> no, not a cough. A nonstop party till tomorrow real life party. <laughs> uh, no, of fun and no rules. Ah, oh, fun and no rules. Obviously. True. Um, what does it say on the chalkboard in Jeff's class? Basic law. Ooh, you're really close. I know. I don't know for sure. That was Pre-law close. studies. Okay. Jeff Winger. If you say so. I don't quite agree. What role is Annie in contention for in Britta's party? Like, th- we're very interested in you for the role of... Susan? You're close. Susie, Sarah, you know it's not that. Sorrow? Sorrow. Mm. So- yep, you got it. It's sorrow. <laughs> sorrow. That's what my grandma calls Siri. Um, It's Sophia. Sophia, f- sorrow. sorrow. That's what your grandma calls Siri. Yeah, that's awesome. Your turn. Um, what time is it when Abed brings in the real actors? Oh, early. Mm-hmm. Six a.m. Six a.m. You Whoa, got it, baby I girl. That straight out of my rectum. Uh, my last question: What do you call getting your head stuck between the bars? Oh, those uh, good old metal ears. Metal ears. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah, that's right. I could, I could I couldn't remember which which word it was before ears, but that was great. Yeah. That was going. That was a good uh, one. It's time. It? Yeah, it sure is. It sure is time for what? Uh, buddy? Not six a.m. It's time to uh-huh. read some emails. We have two. Mm. Well done, because we're doing a a double trouble this week, um, and so those who wrote in, you get extra bonus points. We've got an email. Really matter for the people listening to it now, but I I, yeah. I not because I would never over explain how we record the podcast <laughs> as a part of the podcast. I have never been known to do that. Make sure that you get in your email for three episodes from now by high noon on August thirteenth. Not at 6 a.m., but at 9 a.m. sharp. <laughs> uh, we've got an email from our uh, pure party papa. Um, what does that mean? Is that a, <laughs> is that a political thing? <laughs> what does he the knows pure what party game he believe? with in the jail. The pure party believes strongly <laughs> against whatever this is. Uh, live from awesome. Ibiza. Ibiza. Um, you know, tripping the life, fantastic. Our Papa Matt from community says, "Hi guys again." Hey. Yeah, this isn't one of my favorites from season six. I get the joke, and since the pandemic, I have seen remote-controlled iPads on six over and over. But it doesn't change that the ending of the episode Wait. just feels flat. Since the pandemic, you've seen remote-controlled iPads <laughs> on sticks over, over and over. Over and over. I get seeing the iPads. I've seen the Bob's Burgers episode where Tina goes to school with uh-huh. an iPad. Yeah, I don't think that was pandemic-based. No, it wasn't. I just is is Papa like a secret agent or something? <laughs> is he a Perry the platypusing us? Imagine with a hat on, he just turns into actually James Bond. And we're like, holy shit! And then he takes it off. Ah, Matt, Matt from, from Communities. communities. Perry the Matt from Communities. 
<laughs> Papa has no idea what Perry the platypus is, <laughs> Not but he a clue. is one. Yeah. Um, from the commentaries, Dan mentioned they couldn't get Erdman, Leonard, to stop hitting the iPad. Yep, I'll bring that up later. I'll bring it up in more detail. (laughs) Um, this does create a bonus Cougar Town crossover with Brian Van Holt, who plays Willie, who is probably my favorite character on I haven't seen enough Cougar Town to recognize him. Love Bobby. He's Bobby. He's her her ex-husband. Okay. I've probably seen... One or two episodes of Cougar Town, like season one or two when I was a kid. Uh, Bobby wasn't aired. flushed out at yeah, the, the beginning I don't show. remember it much. He I think just maybe my ex-husband. mom watched it and I just caught a couple. Yeah, I liked Cougar Town. Yeah, um, one of those great shows to make the TBS jump, like Conan and American Dad. Mm-hmm. Um, and the person nobody knows that says eradicate in the end mm-hmm. is Abed Geeth, the person Abed was partially based on. Isn't that cool? Wow. That That's where he got the name from. It's a friend of Dan's. That's pretty cool. Is he like similar to Abed in personality I don't know if too? he gets anything else from him but the name, and that's a great name for the ethnicity that Abed is mm-hmm. without being overused, you know? Yeah. I don't cough, think I cough. really... Raj being the name of every person who's name. Southeast Asian. Hey, save that for the second edition of America's Next Top Zach and Steven Big Bang Theory podcast. We're doing it. We're doing it in chronological oh, order, though, so we hot will be starting with Young Sheldon. 14 million years. Oh, my God. Yikes. Uh, I would quit the podcast if that was what we were doing next. Um, <laughs> hey, it's what the people voted for. I didn't put it as an option, but hey, it's what the people voted yeah. for. We they they all wrote said. in Young Sheldon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My MVP, Gillian Jacobs Britta. Okay. Defiant to the point of misery, Britta Perry. Have a great one, guys. Communities, Matt. Uh, Short trivia. and sweet, much like our relationship with Papa through childhood. Yeah. Uh, what did Britta learn? Um, that rules, rules are, good. are good and that Annie is awesome or something. Yeah. Uh, what's Geller's ID? Uh, is that a, is the that prisoner Willie's guy? last name? Is that his number? I don't know. I have no idea what his f-ing number is. If you know that without having looked, Pops. Yeah. <laughs> maybe like smell some grass. <laughs> <laughs> Why does the Dean fall out of infatuation with Willie? Because he's fighting Jeff? Because he isn't really a murderer? Oh, maybe. Um, Don't question rules. Rules are good. I'm bad. All hail Annie. Um, You stupid Zach! Obviously, Geller's ID is prisoner ID (laughs) 042098. Damn. Come on! Fake fan! Yeah. Uh, And you were right. He fell out of infatuation with Willie because Willie's not a murderer. Well, that's when I realized I shouldn't have had Steven as my co-host. He's not really a murderer. That's the whole time. it was a lot. I asked him to do a podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, thanks, Dad. See you when the first grandparent dies. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Our next one is from Brandon Fulcomer. Gold star for Brandon uh, today. Um, Hey, guys. This one is all right, but I don't think it's as good as the last two episodes. Uh, Last two being basic crisis room decorum, true. Mm -hmm. Heated topic last week with uh, queer studies. Some people like it. uh, Some people, we had trouble with it. I liked it more than Steven did. Yeah, I think this one's better than last week. And I I speak for the show, so we give it a a, a, a minus. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, The Jeff Willie Dean story is pretty funny, especially the Dean's freak out at Willie's death. Mm -hmm. Also nice to see Jeff go to some lengths to get back in the Dean's good graces. That was kind of sweet. Yeah, it was. 
Um, I like the Britta, Abed, Annie story too. It's refreshing to have Britta and Annie in a story together that doesn't focus on them competing or being jealous of one another. Well, they were competing a little bit, but... Who? I, I missed what you... Britta and <laughs> Annie? Not really so much competing, but Well, they I were competing think... to see who would win between getting the party or not getting the well, party. I guess that's true, but I was going to say, even if they're not competing, it's definitely like a weird power imbalance situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, d- describe competition. Define uh, it. Pull up the dictionary. Merriam Lipsters defines. <laughs> you don't have 20 minutes to pause the podcast for me to Google something right now, Steven. Well, okay, it would take you 20 minutes because you're We've in Microsoft fucking Edge and you have to go to Google.com and then type in the Google search bar instead of just putting it at the top of the damn screen. What do you do, Microsoft? You're going to use Bing? Well, I have to do HTTPS <laughs> for secure so the government can't track me. <laughs> I used to use Bing. I thought, and cool. you shit on me <laughs> yeah. for using Microsoft Edge Canary. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. See you next week. All uh, right. So I really thought. <laughs> um, favorite funny moment: either um, Abed's pop back to hashtag Annie's move with the Troy mm-hmm. stand in, or Troy's Britta's arm. Yeah, or Britta's hoisted by her own petard expl- explanation. That was nuts. That, that was, was funny. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trivia. How much would the school offer for the prisoners to attend via iPad? That was $300,000. Smackeronis. Ooh, smackeronis. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what makes a party a rager under Annie's apartment rules? Was that having more than eight people? I don't know if that's what constituted a rager. That was the rule. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, what video series does Jeff put on in his class when he's done teaching? Planet, Planet Earth. Planet Earth. They were about to talk about the ice caps. Rhinos and another animal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I f*** with Planet Earth. I love watching it. this. Did Snoop Dogg ever get to narrate it? I remember when that was a meme. I don't think so. <laughs> For whatever reason, I thought I he was I think it's only David Attenborough. <laughs> that tracks. Just fair. Um, 300,000. Having more than eight guests. Planet Earth. Episode MVP. 96,000? 96,000. Is that what it is? If I win the lottery, you will never see me again. Come on, Vanessa, we're just playing. <laughs> I'd be oh my God. downtown. She's the worst part of that movie. Just a- as a whole. Vanessa sucks I ass. I saw it once, yeah. I I've seen that. it. Twice, I've listened to the movie album a lot of times. Mm-hmm. One, two, three. <laughs> oh! Okay, so the funniest thing, Zach, this is a slight, like, give me 30 seconds. So you know how Lemon Moran is always really loud when he gets to sing and things? And, like, in yeah. the movie, he was, like, super fucking loud? They quite literally lowered his volume level on the album, and it's so funny. He's well, like, it's because in the movie theater, if they're not yelling at you, you don't realize that he's the famous guy. <laughs> he said, oh, que calor, que calor. Uh... <laughs> Okay, his uh, Brandon's episode MVP, uh-huh. uh, Lima Will Miranda. <laughs> Good choice. Uh, the Dean, he has to be the favorite for season MVP so far, right? Uh, for me, he certainly is has the most. Um, P.S. I love the postcard, and there is a Let's Go Brandon lawn mowing service in the town oh, where I live now. No. Gotta love the South. Yes, Brendan Thanks, just Brendan. received a, a postcard from from these piggies right to his mailbox, and if you'd like to get my uh, left-handed 
ink smear, Cheeto fingers right in your <laughs> home box. If you'd like me to know your address to know exactly where you live and where to put the mail, come on, be a patron over at patreon.com slash yada yada. <laughs> uh, and one lucky winner will receive some very explicit fan art courtesy of myself. <laughs> yeah. But it must be sent to a P.O. box. The United States Postal Service will not deliver this. Steven's already on a lot of lists. <laughs> I'm on most of them at this point. Well, thanks, Brandon. We like thanks, having you around. Brandon. That's what thanks Brandon for getting in on short with. notice. It says, thanks, Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. I agree. <laughs> no, no need to toot your own horn. Well, you know what time it is, Steven. We've done this already today. You know what's next. Uh, if, yeah, if you want to really get down to pound with us, follow us on Twitter uh, over at You Can't Disapod. Uh, oh, we're yeah. Also over sure. on Instagram. No. Uh, stop there. You're good to mention the Twitter DAO because we can't say write us in for next week because of when we record episodes. Yeah. So stay tuned on the Twitter and we'll call out for when we need the emails. I did good job. I We did great. All right, so next up, did Steven whoa, 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 watch the did episode Steven this week? Clang, 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 jail door shutting. This week. Or should I be like a blues guy in jail? Did Steven watch the episode this week? Okay, there you go. All right. Well, thanks for that. But no, it's not like that at all. Oh, <laughs> not that kind of prison. Yeah. So <laughs> not an old timey Western one sale. One as always, jail. you've got uh-huh. twenty seconds on the clock to describe everything that happens in this episode. Mm-hmm. You might get a little bit longer than twenty seconds this time because I will be keeping time by chiseling tally marks <laughs> into the concrete There's wall. There's a delay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you feel? Do you think you're ready? I have no idea how I'm going to do. I should theoretically do better because I have seen the episode episode closer to what I normally do when we record. Like today, it was like four hours later. Yeah, it sure was. Well, I've got the timer ready. Let's get this thing kicked off. Three, two, one, go. $300,000 goes to Greendale if they let these prisoners come in there on their iPads and take classes, so why not do it? One's in Jeff's class, but Jeff's slacking off, and so Bobby's going to tell on Bobby from Cougartown is going to tell on them to tell the warden so they're not going to get the money. So then Jeff has to really teach, them. they rival and they fight, and he tries to kill Jeff, then Jeff throws him downstairs to kill him, but Dean's in love because he's a murderer, and then Abed wants to film Stop. a party. Uh, I like a lot of what you got, even including a couple <laughs> seconds on stating that it wasn't Bobby, but that it was Bobby from the computer <laughs> However, <laughs> I don't think you got enough of the B-plot at yeah, all. Yeah, no, I forgot you about what it barely got it at all. Until the end. And I don't think you got the ending, but we never do. Come on. Uh, <laughs> we don't get uh, to I finish don't know. when it's you and me, Zach. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the edge, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm torn because on one hand, I think uh, you did better than you did earlier, mm-hmm. r- like going right to last week. But yeah. on second thought, like I don't really know if you actually did that much better. You mm-hmm. know, I gave you a C plus last time. We'll call that a B, a flat B B B B B. Thank you, B B B B B B baby boy. What about some favorite funny moments? I have, I have, uh, yeah, I do. Um, <laughs> the whole black means bad bit was pretty funny. Yeah, that was one of my first ones, too, specifically, uh, well, they had two, 
They had, had two. two. <laughs> they really had funny. two. Often. <laughs> Go ahead. That was mine. Uh... Jeff's uh, face at they'll rape us when he was looking at Chang. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? That's what I mentioned on the last episode. In season six, one of my favorite things are the reaction shots because of mm-hmm. how in tune they are to the dialogue with each other. Uh, the the whole first murder attempt scene. Oh, my God. Just specifically, Joel's like, are you trying to murder me? Specifically <laughs> when he says, you're trying as hard as you can <laughs> to murder me right now. <laughs> <laughs> that was my next one. I thought that was so funny because it's very clear. He's like, uh, yeah, there's a ball bearing down there. And Jeff's like, there's a ball bearing down there. Also the like <laughs> ominous whistling in the parking yeah, garage Yeah, but, but he wasn't whistling. <laughs> when I watched this for the first time with Lil, I mentioned this and I, I guess now's as good a time as any to bring it up. I desperately would have loved at any point in this episode to get a cut to Willie in prison, sitting down at a desk and like going while he's trying to like push Jeff or something and like other prisoners walking around and being like, what is this guy's problem? He's like making a bunch of noise in the library and some guy's like, hey, I'm trying to study. He's just um, whistling. When he's like just trying to leave and he's like, I'll, I'll see you and like get stuck on the piece of paper. Now, I don't know why Jeff, I don't think the oy vey was necessary, but I did think it was funny that, that Jeff went and took the like piece of paper out so he could like wheel away. That was yeah. pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll give you another one. I like Garrett riffing in class. Oh, my God. <laughs> All the confidence Garrett had me was like, oh, Mr. Winger used to be really funny. And then the voice he put on was like, oh, you'll die in the dirt. <laughs> yeah. Who's the king of the dirt to this guy? <laughs> I thought that was um, really great. I thought the whole hoisted by your own petard thing was great. I had that. That was so funny. Um, that was actually my next one. After that, uh, Abed, a couple of his moments of directing the party, uh, mm-hmm. specifically this moment when he's talking to Jeff and he's like, party like there's no tomorrow. What? There's no tomorrow. Party like it. And then Jeff like, yeah, you're doing it. He like does an <laughs> awkward dad dance. It's so That awkward. was my next one. Laugh. That one's so funny. Um, I think that... After the party, when Abed brings in the actors, the fake Dean and fake Frankie, wearing their exact same clothes. I didn't even already. notice really the Frankie. I was just watching the Dean. How yeah, many she was right next to the now? Dean. It was so funny. I put the Dean giving Willie a lap dance, <laughs> and like taking him and putting him on the fireplace or whatever, and getting real into it. And I'd be like, "Keep doing that. Keep doing that." And I also love how they make it like uh, a high point in the drama of the episode because Willie's like, "Yeah, I got your man." Yeah. <laughs> um, I liked when Jeff killed Willie, and the dude's like, "Willie." <laughs> And then kind of like in that same scene, the interaction where he was like, I can't look it up. You broke my device. device. Notice how they didn't say iPad. Yeah, he's like, he can't look it up. You broke his device. Uh, The last thing. Well, I also kind of go along what you said, and then I have one other. I wrote the last guy at the party when it's just the one guy dancing like crazy. Yeah. When it's just one person in the apartment. They're (laughs) dancing like (laughs) it's today. (laughs) Um, I thought that Elroy on the broom was really funny yep. when he like asked for the whole like, number of the one guy. And he's like, "You're good," because it's an old black <laughs> he's guy. An old black guy, yeah. Like, and I love that joke and the just roughness. It's so cartoony that it worked perfectly for me. The broom, Jerry rig yeah. roller thing. It was that was so really funny. funny. Those were mine. And Let's then I have get one into- more. No, I'm done. So that means we're done. So we're the, done. I didn't. Yeah. The obviously the last little chunk of the episode is not as funny as a lot of the body of it. I think but the, the fight's pretty funny. Yeah, the in tag uh, when after Abed takes over all of them except for the 
the real life Abed in the real life. I was like eradicate, er eradicate. <laughs> like he's just joining in. That was really funny. That whole end tag is great. That was a classic community end tag mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, well, like, it is there seems any like real the... reason that we're on these today? Well, <laughs> it seems like the mood is up yeah. compared to when we talked about the last one. Mm -hmm. I like this episode quite a bit. I remember when it first came out that it kind of felt like one of the shrug episodes of the season. Yeah. But I think the more I've watched it, the more I've come to appreciate that there's some pretty clever ideas in this episode. Uh, we're long overdue for a good Jeff episode, and this is a different kind of Jeff episode, and I like this kind of Jeff episode. It almost it's calls not... back to me for the like the pottery mm -hmm. episode, where there's like somebody getting like, favor like and rich. attention is rich that he thinks. Yeah. That's and interesting. I, I, like I didn't that. think of that. Yeah, I love I like this episode. episode quite a bit. It's not a high point. I'm starting to realize now that we're in the flow of it and so fast after season five, how kind of different these longer episodes feel. Mm -hmm. So it still doesn't quite feel like the the height of Community's greatness. I think the closest we've gotten to that this season so far, really the season premiere, I thought was pretty yeah. close to flawless for using a longer episode. And the Crisis Room decorum feels Crisis like that an idea they would have done in an earlier season. I think this episode is a really solid six-season episode. Mm -hmm. It's almost good enough to be an earlier season episode, but it's still got a little bit too much airy, quiet space around it to quite feel. I don't know. This one's not 31 minutes like the last one, but yeah, it is like 29 like 20, minutes. Yeah. Um, I think that there are a couple instances where the length of the episode, I liked that they were able to add some more reactions or some bits that went a little bit I further. Agree. Like the murder scene. That's why we get a lot of those reaction shots is mm -hmm. because on NBC, it's got to be joke, then joke, then joke. Yeah. But now we've got time for joke, pause, character reacts to the joke like a real person. Next joke. And I think yeah. that's cool. I also really enjoyed this episode. I think that in the grand scheme of the show, it's probably not in like my top set but for this season so far i enjoyed it quite a bit and i you know if i were just looking for a random episode this wouldn't be out of the question of one that if it was on i would be upset about you know i'd be happy to watch this one again i think that um like in the future you know i think that it was a funny episode i like the bit of it it's not the most original idea for 2022 but it came out you know maybe before there were a lot of ipads on sticks you say that and so did pops is ipads on sticks a real life thing um, it's a thing in TV shows all the time. Really? Yeah. Huh. Like, I think even as far back as some of the, like, Nickelodeon, like, comedies had this. Like, the animated ones had... It's not Nickelodeon, but you know they would have done that type of thing on Ant Farm. Oh, yeah. You ready to dive in? Let's talk about this episode. A blue skidoo, a we can, too. It's a fun episode. I don't think there's going to be a ton to dive into, but I do think uh, there was more to snack on in this episode than what I remembered. Mm -hmm. The Dean. I think this is a great <laughs> Dean episode off the rails of an episode that tried and kind of missed the mark at being mm -hmm. a great Dean episode. He's back to his buffoonery. He's really silly. Jim Rash's uh, eccentricities and, and reactions to everything are really, really funny this episode. Yeah, I think it's great. I think that the Dean gets a lot of, like, uh, I like his role in the story this week. Like, he's driving it along but doesn't have to carry it, and mm -hmm. and that means that the Dean can just kind of sit back, whereas last week the Dean had to do all this stuff. It's not that the Dean can't carry an episode because he's shown that he can time and time again, but I like when he actually gets to play off of someone, whereas the last episode he didn't really get to play off of Jeff that same way that he does in this episode, and I think that helps I really like 
all throughout this episode the way that they play on the Jeff and Dean relationship. Mm -hmm. Whether it's early on in the episode when Jeff is like, oh, we're running the school together, and they're kind of playful about that. And then later on to where a big part of Jeff's issue with Willie by the end of it is the attention that the Dean is giving yeah. him, which is not really something we've seen out of Jeff before. And it's something that I think is totally believable without crossing the line of what does he really think of the Dean? There's nothing sexual to it at all, but I totally believe the five cans. This guy's been giving me so much attention. And now this folksy prisoner comes out of nowhere and he's taken over my town. Yeah. What do you think about Elroy? Let's do some Elroy watch. I like Elroy in this episode. I think that his little bit at the beginnings is, is funny. He's like, if that's what you think my role is going to be, just tell you that it's okay to say black. That's not it. <laughs> I Well, the joke of I'm nobody's fourth Ghostbuster. Yeah. I have a brain the size of Jupiter. I bet you there were quite a few people who were like, that's not the guy from Ghostbusters? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. The, the two <laughs> joke two. is so funny. That one's really good. They had to often. <laughs> Is this a cult? Great outfit, Elroy. <laughs> Britta just trying to say everything's fine and they're all hip with race because she lived in New York. Never isn't funny. Yeah. So Britta wants to have a party. Uh, let's rip the Band-Aid off. I think this B-plot is the weak point of this episode. It is. I don't think it ever quite... Kind of like what I said last time with the bird thing. This plot line is okay for me for Community in its 102nd episode. Yeah. It doesn't reinvent the wheel. Uh, however, it kind of feels a little bit like the textbook plot line from season five, mm. where it's got a lot of the makings of a classic Community B plot that's really memorable, but it just doesn't quite feel like the point is there, or that you there know, is a point You know, can I it. say something, uh -huh. Zach? Absolutely. And this is not... You don't have to ask for permission. Well, that's <laughs> you think that in um, this context. <laughs> uh, I think that if this plot line had been in a season three or four episode, and Troy could have been a part of it, where like Troy and Abed wanted to throw a party and Annie didn't want them to, or something like that, I think it mm -hmm. could have been better. And that's it's nothing against of... Britta, nothing against Gillian Jacobs. It's just that Troy's. In character... fact, I like this for how much Britta we get in it. Yeah, she's not the problem with it. I don't think. No, I don't think so either. I don't think Troy would have fixed it alone. It's just not inspired enough. It reminds me a little bit of that episode of Nathan for You where they turn a bar and just like the regular goings-on at a bar into a quote-unquote theatrical performance so the yes. bar's allowed to have smoking inside of it. Mm -hmm. If they had done a little bit more with the Abed trying to create real life yeah. out of this situation they just don't quite have the time to do that with the storyline mm -hmm. there are a couple funny jokes but it's kind of but here's the thing why don't they have the time zach this is an a b plot episode and it's 28 minutes that's true there isn't really a c plot this week is there no there's but i think it was just execution was the encompassing issue. a plot that has yeah. a lot of moving parts to it sure a lot of people are involved in I, much like you last week, I don't like Annie in this episode. I don't mm. like her whole vibe. Yeah. Um, it's okay to have rules. It's okay even to say, Britta, you just moved into our place. You're sleeping on the couch. You can't just all of a sudden have a, a, a party. She's a gouger! That's pretty funny. I, but I, think I, I couldn't Annie decide whether really I liked it, and the second time they did it, I did like it a lot. So I liked it the first time, too. Especially when Britta does it not as well. Yeah. And, yeah, f f Annie's rude as f***. It's like, you even have a bedroom. Well, f*** you, Annie. Like, shit, she was homeless. 
Like, yeah. let her work her way up. She's working. Like, Annie's absolutely one of those people that lets you stay to do something nice, but then really, really holds it over you. Oh, yeah. And then Frankie rolls in <laughs> on one of the I like Frankie devices. this week. She takes kind of another backseat role, but she's really funny when she's in it. She's funny, and that character is funny because she never really tells jokes. Yeah. It's just that she's so normal. And in this, she tries to do a bit to, like, be <laughs> on the same level as everybody else, it kind of feels like, you know? Yeah. She comes in rolling on one of the iPad devices, so she's on the video screen, and explains the device in that it's to... Does she say right here? Yeah, the state of Colorado. Yeah, it's revolutionizing the private to, sector. Uh, uh, come to Greendale with this proposition. Then she takes a dramatic pause. My favorite part about this... Another thing you couldn't really do as long and stretched out on NBC that the yeah. sixth season is good for, watch Chang during this while they're waiting for her to come in. He's really funny. <laughs> He's like waiting for her to come through the front door. <laughs> and then he gets scared when she comes out. Uh, it's a really funny so moment. Good. Frankie takes the dramatic pause and breaks the news that the Department of Corrections is going to give Greendale money, a significant amount of money, mm-hmm. to let uh, uh, inmates go to Greendale virtually. I like this idea. It's not I revolutionary. It's very classic sitcom but it makes a lot of sense. It could help Greendale get some money. And I think the show does a good job of not quite going to all of the uh, overwrought jail stereotypes or prisoner stereotypes. Yeah, I do too. I do like that. They have the jokes here, of course, and they mm-hmm. kind of put a bow on it where Chang's like, they will rape us. We're yeah. all going to get raped. Don't like Abed's joke here either. Mm-mm. When he does like the black guy in every sci-fi movie voice, it yeah. doesn't. It's, it sounds like he's like a Kentucky Fried Chicken guy. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really Not sound the best. No. And Elroy gives it the stamp of approval, but it, oh, wow. it shouldn't have gotten it. They'll rape us. They'll rape <laughs> us all. Off. Great delivery from Ken. Mm-hmm. And this made me laugh, too. Frankie trying to tell everyone, no, that's impossible because their genitals will be hundreds of miles away. From each other? It means that they're from, like, the person? Like, hundreds <laughs> of miles away from the person that they belong to? <laughs> Great Joel reaction there. Yeah. And Frankie keeps going on to tell the plan, the money that they'd be getting, why it's good for Greendale. But you're really focusing at what's going on in the background. Is Chang, like, very childlike, mm-hmm. takes a good look at the the video screen and sees, like, where the room on the other side is <laughs> and goes to play with it. And he just looks like a little kid who's having a lot of fun. <laughs> She's like, you know, we'll get 300 grand. Of course you do it. If you're I Greendale, think... absolutely yeah, you do it. that's a good amount of money. Yeah. I think this episode did a really good job, the actors uh, acting against these devices. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. What most likely happened was that they someone's reading it off camera, right? Mm-hmm. But they react to them and look at them really well. The people acting on screen act like they're talking to the people yeah. on the other side really believably. There's no, like, weird, they're on different planes of existence like <laughs> there can be with stuff like this sometimes. Mm-hmm. So now we cut to, what, the next day or a couple days later, mm-hmm. and the Dean and Jeff are kind of bonding over running the school, what $300,000 can mean for them, really placing uh, a nice foreshadow on this being kind of a Jeff and Dean episode. Yeah. I like the prisoners getting introduced. I really like the Dean's line about, now, hey, if there's any race business, I'm going to turn the <laughs> contrast on all of you way up so you look the exact same. That's really funny. And Willie instantly is a charmer as he meets the Dean. I also thought it was funny, mm-hmm. Paget's line reading of, and this is your Dean. Dean? 
Dean? He, he doesn't say, like, this is, she doesn't say, this is your Dean, Dean Pelton. She's like, this is your Dean. Dean. Dean? <laughs> uh, Willie instantly charms, saying stuff like, well, look, we're all here because we did bad stuff, but we're mm-hmm. not here, meaning the school, to yeah. do any more of it. And I like that perspective on prisoners here, even though there's a weird dynamic between Willie and Jeff later on. There's not, like... These prisoners come to the school and cause trouble and yeah. turn the school into a prison, that kind of thing. That would have been an easy turn it into a concept episode where the school becomes a prison because of the prisoners. Exactly. Glad they don't do that. They're literally just people there to to do schooling. Is this the type of thing that ever happens? Um, prisoners being able to take classes virtually? Yeah. Probably not like this, but maybe not on like this, but absolutely. People get their degrees in prison all the time nowadays. You can quite literally get a doctorate in prison. I mean, it'd be a good time to get it done. Yeah. A lot of time on your hands. It's a really funny visual watching all the faces roll around and interact with the, the, the humans on on set. And Leonard putting a parole me sign on one of them. <laughs> this episode's nice because it brings a couple of the side characters back into the fray. We yeah. see Leonard and Dave, who's now like mm-hmm. a... a, a honorary member of the background characters we Garrett's see a lot of garrett uh it feels like it's been what probably since the first episode kind of since we've seen yeah. these characters other than like they've been calling us in a lot lately mm-hmm. we'll only get a couple words in before they weren't there weren't many of those characters in last week's episode was there? no there weren't also this episode decides to remember that jeff is a teacher how do you <laughs> feel about that um it Stinks a little bit that Jeff hasn't really progressed much as a teacher, but it tracks. It's well, fine. yeah, this is like yeah. the first time we've seen him since then mm-hmm. in class. I like yeah. the dynamic here of, I don't know, Willie kind of challenging Jeff and Jeff not knowing how to react to being challenged in this way. Uh, mm-hmm. Willie's a charmer and he gets the class on his side and Jeff is not used to that. He's kind well, of Well, I rusty. do like, though, that I feel like Jeff is pretty like playful with willie at first until like they're like the coming murder together thing. yeah until that jeff was all on board with willie and really supportive and right. i kind of wonder what willie's motivations are i mean he genuinely i think wants to learn and he's take the jeff's kind of slacking that's off that's a good point but he doesn't really have a ton of reason like all he does is really i think there team. is i think there is a small thing that we'll mm-hmm. get to later but i do see your point and i think they could have nailed it home a little more yeah and you might not like the reason uh, I like the lines here where Jeff is, you know, talking about his history uh, with law and how he was kind of a criminal on that side of things. Yeah. And saying stuff like, I know the difference between us is an orange jumpsuit. And even when Willie, like, backhandedly mentioned that he, he's killed someone, Jeff reacts in a good way. He, like, mm-hmm. says, okay, you have the floor. Address the class. Tell your story. You're right. There isn't immediately a problem. Jeff isn't, like, whining yeah. about the prisoners being in his class. He's kind of here for it. Mm-hmm. He's listening to the guy. I think Joel McHale's really charming in this episode. He I doesn't do get a lot of jokes, but he carries a lot of weight in this episode. And I think it's got to be one of my favorite Jeff episodes of the season. He hasn't gotten an episode in a while, so it's mm-hmm. it's nice. He's been very much in the background. Yeah. So Jeff puts on Planet Earth for the for the law class. For Everyone for the in the class seems kind of pissed that Planet Earth is on. And that's going to be a, like a, a point of contention a little bit later, so mm-hmm. we'll come back to that. Now to the Britta and Abed thing. Uh, Britta is kind of, I don't really have a lot to say about this. Britta is kind of trying to 
play like kid with two parents saying mom said i could do this or yeah saying like abed you've lived at the apartment longer than annie shouldn't you be allowed to say i can have a party uh mm-hmm. do you think the callback's funny do you think it's funny that they have a black hand for troy i think it's kind of funny the black hand was kind of funny but i don't think the callback itself is funny i think it's funny to reference the idea of callbacks when abed's like back then i was so concerned with pacing yeah and, and here he's like Annie, I'm hoping something exciting happens so this can be a callback. Annie, I don't know what that means. Blair's a foghorn yeah. in her face. That's funny. Hey, Troy. <laughs> Abed's been killing it with the shirt game this season. Absolutely. I feel like he You're normally right. does, but like this season, every episode, he's had really cool ones. They got that Yahoo screen money. It's funny here. When, yeah, and they spend it on cool shirts. Yeah. Uh, they mentioned something about – I have to go back. That Abed won't do the party thing, but for one of his movies, had Leonard in his apartment n- naked. naked, filling the living room with w- lizards. <laughs> and then Abed sets up like they're going to call back to that, but we don't get to see it. And it's a real yeah, shame. I wish we did get to see. What a shame. Yeah, reverse Godzilla. That would have been a good trivia question. What's Abed's Leonard movie called? You have to live with that forever. Yeah, but you didn't take the opportunity. Not if I don't. If I take my time machine, yeah, that's a callback to last week's episode when I talked about the work the world tour. It's a time machine bit. Okay, so now we're in the parking garage. This is a setting that we haven't seen really yet, but that we're gonna see a lot of in season six because they only had so many uh, places they could use, and this is like the parking lot of their studio. We nice. see it a lot. Uh, this scene is funny from uh, 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 Willie whistling to him kind of like rolling and like he's walking. I don't know. Just the vibe of this scene is perfect. You know exactly what's going down before it happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, you almost get you almost lose sight for a second that he's just a guy and a device. There is a little <laughs> bit of a menacing like what's this guy trying to do to Jeff? And then when there's the impact of the push. Yeah. It's so just it, it's just a little iPad. Here's where I think his reasoning is. I think it might have something to do with so he sees that Jeff has a nice car. He sees that Jeff has kind of like said that he lied to get in the place where he was with his law. Willie feels like he's worked really hard and he's end up in ended up in jail. And Jeff has not worked that hard and should have ended up in jail, but yeah. has a nice car and has a de- uh, to Willie a nice job. Yeah, that's what I see. That's got to be it. I'll buy that. I hate it when I lose a ball bearing, you know? Man. When I'm right near a staircase and one of my ball bearings just wriggles its way loose. It's the worst. It is the worst. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff being... Joel plays this all off perfectly. It can't Mm -hmm. be easy to act off a little rolly puppet thing. And and Joel does a great job. The height of the thing is perfect. Well, and I like that, like, on them, it seems like the heights can kind of adjust a little bit. That is and funny. it's really funny because when Willie was talking to the class, like it started like going up, and then he like lowered it back down when he like that's <laughs> great. You're right, that is funny. It's a cool thing to have in the episode. These little yeah, puppets. I would say they did a really good job. I'm sure it's not that hard to do, but they did a good job making it look like they were actually on the screens. Like it doesn't look like it's super. Well, enclosed, even like the uh, glare on the screen, yeah, you can see it as it's moving around. Don't know how they did this, but however they did it, did, did a great job. They did a really good job. Yeah. So Jeff helps him so he can keep moving and like the guy who <laughs> kind of just tried just to kill tried him to kill even him, though yeah. there was no threat. He just lets him go. And I love him. It like, wasn't a very good try, but it was a try in the move. I'll see you in class tomorrow, guy who just tried <laughs> to murder me. Cut back to the apartment and it looks like Britta is on the winning side right now because they're 
uh, putting up decorations and prepping for a party that looks poised to host more than eight people mm-hmm. under the guise of it being Abed's film, Britta's Party. That is clever. Well, I, I, and I'll say I like later this. on we learn that Britta wrote the script. I think that's a really good effort by Britta. She deserves to throw a party after putting together a whole ass script just to do it. And it's cute, Annie reading the like beginning of the script describing the party, and then Sophia cleans up the end. Yeah, you say <laughs> you say Britta wrote the script. It's a lot of pages, but Annie gets to the end very fast. It's true, but it's an ambiance film. You know, there's it's not an a lot of script film. to be had. You get it. They say the first movie to capture the heart of a real party. Did they not see what was it called? Project Project X. X? Wasn't that yeah. about a party or something? Every party is exactly like Project X. I never saw it, but it looked like they put a bunch of white teenagers in a house with a bunch of alcohol and mm-hmm. and filmed it and literally filmed them and having didn't a make fake it party. a reality show. They made it a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They even turn the coucher thing. Britta gets the upper hand, turns it around on Annie, the funny voice that she did to Who kind of make it? fun of her. That's the coucher. So really manipulative. Mm-hmm. Of Annie, the way she hugs Abed and Britta goodnight. Yeah. I feel like the hugging Abed before bed every night is very much a power play. A oh, lot of Annie be. power plays going on in here, and I don't really care for it. I don't think she's a particularly good friend in this episode. No. Like moments like this. Even though... The, yeah, I do like the, how close her lips get to Britta's ears. The sad, lonely little boy deep inside me mm-hmm. uh, hearing Allison Brie whisper in Britta's ear uh, uh you will beg for forgiveness yeah uh, you know it's it's nine o'clock at night right now it makes me want to push this podcast in a different direction mm-hmm. but as far as the actual program and what this is for annie's character it's a shade of her that i don't really like to see it's true i like it better than like whiny throwing a fit uh, absolutely in, in the, uh crisis alert episode annie. i'd rather have mean controlling bad friend annie than crying baby whiny annie I like the scene here where Jeff comes in to the dean's office and he says, like, we've got a low stakes but creepy problem <laughs> with one of the Y felons. That's a funny bit of dialogue. Mm-hmm. I just like that Jeff's like, so this is awkward, but one of those iPads on a rollie tried to <laughs> murder me last night. And the dean's already having a one-on-one with uh, Willie. This is when Willie really starts to make a power play to try to take Jeff's position in the school and gets pretty far with it. Yeah, honestly. He knew it's, what to do. He he beat Jeff at his own game. This is one of those things that's so silly that they do the whole, Jeff's like, well, why do you believe him over me? Yeah. And he's like, well, why would a murderer try <laughs> to murder you? <laughs> I don't know. I think it's funny. It's so stupid, but I believe that Dean would be charmed by this folksy talking guy. Mm-hmm. Now I get all the Dalmatians. I understand the like Mardi Gras mask. What's that little hand with the one finger sticking up? What's he use that for? Uh, well, you see, that looks like it could maybe hold rings. Hmm. Cock rings. Paperweight. Sure. Sure. Jeff's getting jealous because Willie's charm is on display and. And the dean is constant. The dean is clearly getting, oh Jeffrey vibes mm-hmm. off of Willie. Jeff oh, yeah. doesn't like that. I get it. He's handsome. He's rugged. He's charming. He's in jail. And on top of that, Willie doubled down and complained about Jeff not being a good teacher and only showing planet Earth. So not only does he not get believed that he was about to be murdered, what what did Willie think was gonna happen if Jeff had died? 
I don't know. I think he was just taking out his murderous yeah. prisoner rage. Once that, once that, once you see red, it just takes over and he can't mm-hmm. really do anything. Yeah. That's funny. What do you think yard juice is? Uh, yard juice sounds like something that you make, obviously, in the yard, which is, uh, for those who don't know, prison term slang for their playground with uh-huh. the basketball their and the playground benches. yeah that's where they have out that's where they have recess <laughs> that's where they play sports team it is um so maybe they like you know secretly in like a trash can or something do they have trash cans because i know you, they make alcohol in the toilets in prison sometimes that's yeah they maybe sure yard juice everybody gets together in like a circle and they uh-huh. they all spit <laughs> and they and juice they it up yeah they, they juice it real hard law I don't know why Jeff did the accent. It didn't like bother me too much, but I didn't think it added much to the interaction. I feel like he could have just talked. This scene kind of feels like a repeat of the first scene in Jeff's class after Willie has already tried to kill Jeff. I feel mm-hmm. like we could have done with another confrontation between the two of them, maybe in the classroom, but this is one of those things that like a 22-minute episode could have cut the scene probably. Yeah. Does anything important happen here? No. Just the dirt. It's just that we've gone past Jeff like being friendly and wanting him to talk to the class. Yeah. He's more against him now. This is when Garrett gets to riff in front of the class. Back at Britta's Yeah, I Abed. think it really could have cut right to this. Yeah. Abed is starting production of his film, and Jeff is at the party uh, kind of bringing the vibes down with this whole Willie thing. Mm-hmm. And this is the hoisted by your own petard bit. And do you know what it means? No idea. They said they told Britta not to Google it. So well, I, I don't know what a petard not. really is. That's what, that's what I don't know. I know what the expression means. I'm gonna look it up. Riff. Let me get a riff. Uh, well, you know, for the layman, I'm I would say a petard is uh, you know, it's the same as don't shoot yourself in the foot. You know, it's it's maybe it's like you lay a trap for someone. And it's a petard. Is that like a little snare? You're right. Hoist with his own petard is a phrase from a speech in William Shakespeare's play Hamlet that has become mm-hmm. proverbial. The phrase's meaning is that a bomb maker is lifted off the ground with his own bomb and indicates mm-hmm. an ironic reversal or poetic justice. Mm. But Britta's description of it was kind of that. It's kind of that. What do you think of Britta turning, this is a Britta party, don't be a buzzkill? Well, I was just going to ask, did Britta have fun at her party? Because we see her like a couple times and she falls asleep on the couch, I guess, but she always sleeps on the couch, so I don't really know. Well, at this point, she hasn't, uh, a couple of things. At this point, she hasn't gotten annoyed with what Abed's doing yet. Mm-hmm. Because he hasn't like taken Abed control of it yeah. and made it not she a party Yeah, she probably had yet. a good time. And secondly, when you're the one putting on a party... Do you ever really get to have fun? You're kind no. of just taking care of everybody else the whole time. Sure, yeah. that can be fun, but it's a different kind of fun than just showing up to a mm-hmm. party. Yeah, especially if Sophia's not going to clean up. Jeff's dance, his little shifting weight thing, that's about that's about the dancing skills I've got to work with. How's that going to work when you teach me how to do the Charleston? I Charles can work with that. I've done yeah. more with less. Yeah? Mm-hmm. And you've done less with a lot more. I. It's true. <laughs> The Dean and Frankie show up, but it's not to bust up the the party. They're not they're not the cops. It's weird that the school employees just show up. But I guess some yeah. of these people are students. Some of these people are employees. Who knows? Employees, they do mention. Yeah. Some of you guys. We know most of you guys are thirty. We're not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they show up to break the prison people into the party. Prison break. What do you think? Prison break. Yeah. The tattoos. 
Mm-hmm. The show. I watched, I think, the first season and a half of Prison Break. Not the reboot? No. There was a reboot. Uh-huh. I feel like at that point, just stay in jail, you know? You probably need to be there. <laughs> this really sucks works, for though. Jeff. Mm-hmm. However, it's not really all these prisoners' faults. If anything, just Willie should have been removed, not the whole program being yeah, caught off. Yeah, but all the people are good, you know, except for Willie. Another thing that I don't get, how this is a 30-minute episode, and we get real quick from uh, uh, Willie undermining Jeff to Willie now having a ceremony where he's going <laughs> to become a professor. A professor. He's going to actually take Jeff's job later on. Yeah. The what same the school <laughs> that two episodes ago could not let anyone know that a dog might have gotten a degree can now, now have, they a have an iPad as a teacher. <laughs> yeah, you weren't worried about the murderer part, just the iPad. Just part. the iPad. Next morning, this is Britta starting to get sick of that that wily Abed and his his Weasley shenanigans. I have a question. Yeah, this guy's already an actor. He's dressed like Jeff. Uh huh. But. Abed wasn't didn't let it know that he had actors yet. Uh-huh. Well, I, maybe he hadn't quite gotten to that point yet, or maybe he hadn't come, cracked that idea. He knew he had, like, an actor he could call to pick up some shots, but now he's like, I didn't get anything from that entire party, so I'm going to recast the whole thing. But they're already there. They're right outside the door right now. <laughs> Literally, as you said, they <laughs> no, I don't know, I don't know. Maybe it's the <laughs> speed dial uh, celebrity impression. Britta's face when all the people walk in, like, what the whole? F-? The fake Dean, fake but it's a different fake Dean. I guess it is Frankie. I didn't even realize mm-hmm. it was supposed to be Frankie. And back to the party, day two of the party. Now we're in the parking lot, and we're gonna get kind of a revisit of the murder scene where. Jeff is confronted by Willie again, and this time he can't take it. He picks him up and does what Willie wishes he could have done to Jeff. He mm-hmm. he throws him, you know, not hurting anything, not really proving a point to the man Willie on the other side of the screen, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like a puffing his chest. This is kind of a more believable, redeemable version mm-hmm. of the Hulk out because I get this. It this doesn't much do anything better. for him but get him in trouble. But I also get sometimes you just got to throw that thing and break it. <laughs> The way the dean runs down to hold him in his arms. Holds his lover in the last moments of their time. I want to bring up here, I find it very interesting. Typically on TV shows, when there's a a mobile device, they Mm -hmm. very specifically do not use Apple products because Apple is very, very, very strict on how their devices can be used in movies and TV. To the point where they don't let bad guys use Apple devices when they sign contracts. So in this episode, it's very clearly iPads to the point where later on they like press the button on one of them and it makes Mm -hmm. a home screen come up and it's the Apple screen. This was on Yahoo. I guess it was before Apple TV, but I don't know if Yahoo had anything special with with Apple. And Dan mentioned on the commentary for this episode that he was a little worried that they weren't going to like the device being broken because they're very strict about showing their device broken. But it ended up not being a problem. I'm just surprised that they would use an iPad and make it so clearly an Maybe iPad they figured, <laughs> you're showing this on what? <laughs> this is on Yahoo's dime anyway. Who cares? No one's going to watch. Everyone yeah. get an iPad. <laughs> Willie! <laughs> this was a really awkward moment that I thought was kind of funny. This yeah. security guard who comes to take Jeff away that just repeats everything the dean says but with no conviction. Yeah, I it thought almost, it was funny. 
It has like vibes of one of those like prizeo win a trip to the set of community spend the day with joel McHale to fund cancer research and get a speaking role on the show yeah because <laughs> this guy's like you're on sabbatical and jeff's just like yeah <laughs> you're on i sabbatical, love all the shades sir. of the dean we get in this episode so good <laughs> the dean i can't look it up <laughs> you destroyed my device and my heart you destroyed, you destroyed his, his device and his, his heart, heart sir, sir. I don't think that I think that guy is a security guard who like works in the <laughs> the, the garage and he, he actually up walked and in and just stumbled that. upon this. and then they were like okay but now just do it a couple more times so we can get coverage. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the bar as kind of a new hangout setting in season six? Here, there's a reason uh, because Jeff can't be at the school right now, but we see them hang out here more often as the season goes. They on. were there twice last episode. At least that's true. That's true. And they were but it was like a a someone visiting Britta at work. It wasn't like the whole group convening somewhere other than the study table. Yeah, I think it's a little weird. Well, I think in some regards it, it makes sense because there's sure nothing... why the f- would they have a school that they barely go to? Well, they all go to the school, but why the study? Do table? they They're all not... go to the school? <laughs> Who cares? They're not <laughs> ladders. They all Remember ladders. Annie was in school. ladders. It's all in the ladders. Is Abed taking classes? Is Britta? Anyway. <laughs> I like it because as it makes less sense for why they're all at the school, it makes more sense that they'd have other places that they hang sure, out. Sure. I sometimes. like that aspect. So of I it. like that. Then why do you think it's weird? I don't know. Yeah. Because Britta's hair's combed back like that. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> she slicked her hair back. It can slick back she real She looks like nice. a real piece of shit. I need... <laughs> and by that, I do not mean that Gillian Jacobs looks like a piece of shit. It's a no. reference Very to a much television show. Not. Her hair looks great Emmy nominated. Uh, I think you should leave, think you should leave Because if someone with slicked back hair, yeah. you know, sloppy steaks, living for New Year's Eve, piece of shit. Dangerous Nights crew. Yeah. All the way. I don't like the resolution for this Annie thing. I don't like on this show when they have characters be assholes and nobody tells them that they're an asshole. Yeah. Annie's controlling of her friends. Sure, it turned around on Britta, but it was kind of more on Abed than on Britta. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it's a good resolution to the story. This is one of the reasons why that plot line doesn't quite come full circle into something satisfying for me. Yeah. This is where they're going to hatch up the idea of how they can, what, ruin the chances of willie taking jeff's job yeah well he's not even taking his job he's just being made a professor jeff yeah. is on a, a like a what two weeks two weeks sabbatical paid right. sabbatical mm-hmm. so he's gonna be back teaching but he doesn't want this guy to be made teacher at his school not by his dean he would i really him. like this quietly sweet as fuck moment of jeff saying shit like I wouldn't try to take advantage of the Dean. I wouldn't hurt him. Sure, yeah. he has before, but it's a nice moment to see him say that about someone like the Dean who's like this pipsqueak that he can just make do whatever he wants. I agree. So that gives him the idea that he needs to go talk to the Dean. He needs to go help the situation, but he can't just do it because he's on sabbatical. So Elroy starts to hatch up the plan of what they can use and what they need to form a device that would allow them to sneak Jeff into the campus uh, I really like the way that Elroy stands up and he's like, I need this and I need this and I need this. And Chang's just <laughs> and Chang. not following any of it. And he's like, dude, we're kind of doing Jeff's thing right now. It's really selfish of you. 
So back to the party. I didn't even really quite realize that it was actually still happening when they were well, all he's in still the bar trying to film. Ago. Was Abed at the bar? No, he's filming. Okay. So now Britta kind of like in a way that she's being scolded and told to do this by Annie, you know, mm-hmm. uh, has to go and tell Abed in front of everyone that Annie was right. No party. The movie's stupid. Call it quits. Send everyone home. Yeah. Uh, and what happens here? How do they close this out? She's just telling him that, you know, parties are a place for sad people to to tune out their sadness with music. And Abed's parties like, are stupid, parties are stupid. So this whole thing is and stupid. And Britta's like, I'm stupid. And Annie's like, I'm I'm the winner. Rager parties, that's like a house full of drunk people, loud music, are kind of stupid. I think. I used to have fun at parties in college, but I wouldn't enjoy that now. I didn't not have fun at moments, but I don't think it was the best at all. Mm-hmm. It's fair. Also, this beat here. Okay, so uh, Annie telling. I don't like then that it's like, well, Britta, since you messed up, this is the punishment you're going to get from Abed. No, Annie's the one who's mm-hmm. been punishing Britta this whole time. Yeah. Abed like, uh, just agreed with her or, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they do kind of like with, what was it, Hard Drive and Wingman. We we get a glimpse at the community spinoff. Female friends. Mm-hmm. Girls? Girls? Do you like these jokes? Um, once enough. I like some of them. I this think one Hard Drive and Wingman was better than Female Friends. Yeah, I didn't laugh at this one. Although the bizarrity of their, like, snap, snap, hand down girls, thumbs up on open mm-hmm. palm hand girls, is kind of funny. And now everything's about to go wild. We're at this weird, like, ceremony that looks like a wedding between the Dean and Willie, but there's also, yeah. like, Fourth of July stuff all over the place. Mm-hmm. And Willie's about to become a a, uh, a a professor, but it's like the warden of the jail is the one who's there performing it. <laughs> yeah. And it is very much like a wedding. It's like this <laughs> Dean and, and this person. Okay, so we get the sting of Elroy and Jeff sneaking into the situation. Mm -hmm. And I like whenever there's a picture of Jeff somewhere, it's It's an awkward season one picture. Yeah. When there was the picture next to the Dean's bed, it was like an awkward season one picture Mm -hmm. of Jeff. I think that's funny. Do you think this is a clever bit? The, the white guy needing a full prisoner number and Elroy, who is very much on a device that is (laughs) not like all the others. and doesn't even bat an eye. Yeah. I chuckled at that. Yeah, it's funny. Have, Have a nice, nice night, night, sir. sir. <laughs> he really was ready for it to be harder than that. And Jeff takes over as it waddles into the room to be the person who has some words to say why these two should not be wed. Willie Sieber Smith. Middle name Sieber. John huh? Jacob Willie, Willie Sieber Smith. <laughs> I also like the I joke like the 13th of- Amendment joke. And the 13 cents or less per hour to pay you to do this job. That's the law. Yeah, Jeff comes in on his broom, and what can we say here? Now we're going to have a fight, robot e robot It's really silly, not a lot to say about it, but as cartoony of a visual this episode is put together, it's, a sa- it's an expected yet satisfying cartoony yeah. ending. It works just fine. Even, like, Jeff getting real intense and, like, taking off his shirt as things get... get- he did not even like the Jeff get some moments here to 
I don't know. The Jeff of last season, when we first saw him as a teacher, would not be willing to say, I kind of like working here, and I'm starting to feel, like, responsible for some stuff at this place. I think it's cool to hear Jeff say that, and it makes it even more funny and and community-esque that he's doing it while on an iPad duct taped to a broom. I think it's funny that they're like, okay, prison rules. Let him say what he has to say. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to handle this prison (laughs) way. The sabbatical doesn't count here. Let's hear what he's got. (laughs) Wait, so why... Why does the warden know if what? So the warden says, you guys know Willie's innocent, right? What? He's the warden of the jail. Why does he know that Willie's innocent? Why is he in jail if it's known by the warden that he's innocent? Because his appeal process is still going on, Zachary. Is that what they say? And his, his yeah. appeal is in motion. Oh, then. Interesting. You, you don't get let out of jail even when they know you're in, innocent. They have to let a judge tell you you can come out of jail. And then in a couple of weeks, you get to leave jail. But Bill Cosby. It took him. He was still there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Can't wait for that comeback tour that we bought all the tickets for. Remember that? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. So I want to mention here while we're fighting, uh, while all the robots are, are picking sides and then getting involved in the fight, they were talking about on set that Rob Schraub, who was directing, was kind of like to get people involved. The actors on set was mm-hmm. like, "Okay, everybody, pick which iPad you want to see win, because and like act that way because they probably didn't see any faces on the iPad." Yeah. And Dan said that every time they'd like explain, "Okay, this is what we need you to do," and then they'd start doing the scene, and Richard Erdman would walk over and punch <laughs> one of the devices. What the f- down on the ground and it was funny the way dan said it he was like look richard erdman deserves to be respected by everyone his first acting credit was Gunsmoke. we all need to take him really seriously but he's starting to get old and he's got some like eccentricities i just think that's so funny that they'd be like all right now everyone cheer action thwop (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i think that's so funny i wish they would show us some footage of him doing i that. know that'd be hilarious this is where i would have loved a shot as jeff and willie are fighting and jeff straps yeah. his shirt off a shot like maybe of both of them first of jeff alone in a control room and then of willie like in his cell or wherever <laughs> he does the thing at a computer lab mm-hmm. i think that'd be really funny they even do a great job of, like, when the devices are pushed yeah. right against each other, finding a way to still show their faces without it looking weird. Well done. Good job, show. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Jeff falls. He loses the fight in a physical way, but he's won the heart of his damsel back uh, as as the Dean turns off Willie's device <laughs> and, and, and strolls along in, in arm in arm, much like Shrek and Fiona. As they, as they leave to true love's bliss. And <laughs> Garrett, way to go, Mr. Winger. Way to go. <laughs> it's a picture-perfect weird ending to a weird episode that I think works really, really well. Just, yeah. don't, think, just don't think too hard about it. Just have a good I time. I like it. Don't be weird. Don't be Don't a be weird about it. Just enjoy it. And then we end with a truly classic end tag. The a end two and a half of, minute end tag. Mm-hmm. The end tags that it well, I think maybe the the credits would. Oh god damn! About a minute. Oh, about a minute. 
So just let me have it. To pull the curtain back, we're recording this podcast the same day we recorded last week's podcast. We've mentioned mm-hmm. that a couple of times. I love the moments where you just like snap at me. There was one. <laughs> there was one on last week's podcast where. You like slipped up on one of your words and said the wrong word, and I made a joke about it, and you went, Fuck, I messed up. <laughs> and I just like didn't even hear it and kept talking. And I thought it was really funny. <laughs> you said it just like that, Fuck, I messed yeah. up. <laughs> I just like to keep a tight ship of professionalism around here. I just think you're going to fix everything in post anyway. Let's wrap. I don't. If anything, I make it worse (laughs) and choppier. No, I do a great job in post. I wish I could. I need to ask dating what episode that was where the audio is off for like five minutes. Will you ever let me live that down? I mean, you've edited like. Five days worth of content from us. That and, like, is one thing. so an under. I think it's more than that. <laughs> oh shit! I think well, we did like a hundred hours in has... one year or something. Oh shit! Oh, so where are we at? This in tag I think is really great. So far, the in tags in season six, other than last week's, have been pretty great, pretty legendary. Yeah. But they're often like a weird thing that's connected to the episode and not just like a goof around of the whole cast. Mm. I think this works really well. The timing between all the video screens pays off really well. <laughs> I like that Elroy's from... still on the broom. Yeah. <laughs> the Dean moving from his to Jeff's is really funny. Abed being the guy with the Zoom background makes a lot of sense. Uh, picking up off the joke earlier in the episode that Chang's homeless but, like, uses other people's bathrooms. So he's doing a Zoom call from Aved and Annie's bathroom. There's a lot well, of good and stuff. And we're on Zoom tag. right now. A this scene right here holds up better than most things from sitcoms that didn't come out right now. Because this is literally exactly what it's like to be in Zoom meetings, which... I know I had to do a shit ton of during the pandemic. And, you know, when we do like our our round table and things, there's always uh-huh. somebody who's using like, I don't know, you can cut this if it's rude, but somebody who's using like their iPhone, like wired headphones and like holding uh-huh. the cord up yeah. or like not using headphones at all. And like there's someone who's like, you know, there's like a kid running around and shit. Like, it's great. There's someone who is surrounded by 30 fans. Yeah. <laughs> Like he gathered, <laughs> they gathered more fans oh. just for the Zoom meeting. No, this yeah, is I'm gonna funny. send You're you right. mine in an MP4. It, it predates all of the jokes about this type of conversation, and it does it better than a lot of the ones that do it now. Yeah, yeah, it's really funny. I they even do a good job of paying attention to the detail of once Abed takes over more of the screens that they all have to be saying the same thing because they're mm-hmm. all Abed at the same time. So the way they only shoot one and then the rest of them works yeah. really well. I like the bit of uh, Britta's internet giving out and also she's being arrested for being on a uh, on a Zoom call in a coffee <laughs> in, shop. In, I guess I have every right to be here. <laughs> Dan Harmon on the commentary when Elroy stands up and turns around, he's like, Keith David, pretty nice butt. Uh, (laughs) That was not a butt double. That's just his butt. He said said, he's still in such good shape. I bet he could still kick the ass of Rowdy Roddy Piper. (laughs) Have you seen They Live? They Live? That's what it's called. 
It's the John Carpenter movie with Keith David and Rowdy Roddy Piper where he, like, wears no. the glasses that make him see, like, the consume sign. You don't know this movie? No. It's a really iconic movie, but it's also kind of corny is how old it is. Mm. And there's, like, a 30-minute scene of Keith David and Rowdy Roddy Piper beating the f*** out of each other, Rest like, comically. Peace. That's Yeah, fantastic. it's a really good scene. Yeah, great in tag. Pretty great episode, I think. Mm-hmm. Good way to end it. It's not an all-timer, but for a run-of-the-mill, not trying to reinvent the wheel episode of Community it's in season good. six, I think it is like a little bit over pretty good. I'm going to call it. We've done the episode. I've had a good time. I think <laughs> we've said all there is to be said, unless you've got anything else just, just eating you up. You know, Zach, I just want to clear the air. Uh-huh. Um, and start by saying I ask forgiveness for the things I've done you what? blame me for. Where is this going? Um, but of course there's blame to, to share. Yeah. And, and none of it, none of it seems, seems to, matter. to matter anymore. All right. Well, let's <laughs> eradicate. Let's do an MVP. Eradicate. Who's your okay. MVP this week? Uh, my, I'm going to give honorable mention to, uh-huh. uh, I don't know, Elroy, I guess. Uh, honorable <laughs> mention to uh, Bobby Just from out like candy. Uh, and and uh, MVP goes to Jeff this week. I like Jeff. Yeah. Why don't we throw out an honorable mention to Courtney Cox, too? She earned hers. You know, she did what she needed Wood to bang. do. Uh, yeah, it's Jeff. It's a great Jeff episode. It's not Wood the bang. typical Jeff episode. His ego trip in this episode makes sense of the character that we know and also doesn't make me like him any less, which is always mm-hmm. really nice in a Jeff episode. The B-plot is slight, but the whole episode is successfully slight. You know, I think it's yeah. a good episode, and I think Jeff earns the MVP. Congratulations, Jeffrey Winger. You Come on down. Claim it. Your trophy will show up in the mail anytime. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week. Let's wrap this thing up. I've had fun discussing this one with you. A little bit lighter, breezier than it was talking about the last one, huh? You know, we got to mix it up every once in a while. Yeah, we just got to mix it up. Next week, we will be back. I'm looking up what the next episode is called because I don't know. I don't know which one's next, actually. Um, the, uh... There we've go. talked next about week, it before. Yep, next week is basic email security. Mm-hmm. It's kind of considered the final of the trilogy of cooperative polygraphy, cooperative calligraphy, and this one. It's like a bottle mm-hmm. episode where everyone airs their grievances. Uh, I don't remember loving this episode, but there are good things about it, and it has Jay Shandra Sakar in the flesh in the episode. Hey-o. So we'll check that out next week. Uh, follow us on Twitter at You Can't Pod to keep up to date with when we need your emails so you can incorporate some trivia, MVP, and favorite funny moments into this program. Also, if you like what we do here and you want to support us on a further level, on a money level, Christine, I know you got those five bucks. Come on, Christine. Come on, Christine. Just Drive save that up. evil car right into our Patreon garage. Christine has written in. Patre- yeah, I know. And you were saying she didn't. And you had me second-guessing if she had. Shit. Write that on in, Christine. Send in that money right on over to patreon.com slash can't disappoint podcast. Steven, I mentioned the Twitter, but where else can the people find us? Uh, You know, other than Twitter, which we've talked about multiple times through this episode, myself included, rewind the tape, Mm -hmm. uh, you can follow us on Instagram over at you can't disappod. See, I don't know the names if I don't say them in order. Mm -hmm. Um, And we're also over on YouTube and Facebook. Whole name of the show, You Can't Disappoint a Podcast. I'm glad you can find us on uh, 4chan. 
Uh, it gets pretty <laughs> racy there. Just yep. keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, we're also Flip on, on that Tumblr. dark web. Find us and buy firearms from us. <laughs> <laughs> you can find uh, a, a full run-on sentence transcript of each episode mm-hmm. on Tumblr mm-hmm. uh, in written in wingdings, so have fun with that. Uh, other than that, just come find us. Like, sniff around. You'll see us. Well, this has been great. Everyone from inside the Dreamatorium. I meant to say that. I meant to say something else. Pretend I didn't say that. All right. Well, from inside Colorado. Zach said inside the ah, Dreamatorium first. From inside Colorado State Penitentiary, Black Lives Matter, I'm Zach. I'm Steven. And don't you ever fucking dare sell me out like that. And We're breaking of out of here, Zach. I got, a, I got an done. anus full of the spoons. The podcast is done. <laughs> Did you, say, did you just say you have a penis full of spoons? Anus full of spoons. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. I got like four spoons up my butt. We take two each. We dig our way out of here. Bye, everybody. We're in different cells. Love one another. <laughs>